Hey guys, this is Georgia with Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to That One Time I Was Abducted by Aliens with Jamie and Bree. You're listening to That One Time I Was Abducted by Aliens. I'm Jamie. I'm Bree, and we're two sides of the coin. Space family, welcome back to another episode. We have a super cool episode for you tonight. We have an interview going on with Aaron. It got me. Hey, hey, Aaron. Hey, <laughs> what's going on with everybody? How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are y'all out there? Are y'all doing good? Yeah, we're good. We're good. We are. So let's just jump right into it. And Aaron, why don't you tell us who you are and what podcast you're on and what you're all about? Perfect. My name is Aaron, uh, the real underscore ADP on Instagram, or uh, I have a podcast called Program 11 Podcast, where I talk about conspiracy theory, uh, UFO activity, um, any type of phenomenon. Uh, it could be ghosts, paranormal, whatever it is, dreams. That's what I talk about. Um, I'm just new into the podcasting game, so I got two episodes out right now. So I'm just, you know, jumping in the field, and uh, I've had some crazy experiences along the way, and trying to, you know, connect with other people, like-minded individuals, and yeah, I'm, I'm really convinced that we are not alone. Same here. Sure. What do you know? <laughs> <laughs> You're with the right kind of people if you think there that you there's go. more out there. There you go. Absolutely. And so I had a pleasure of meeting Aaron virtually, right? We were both on the game show, the weird UFO game show. Game show? Yes. Yeah. For uh, UFO Lockdown Fest 2. Mm-hmm. And the second you said a little bit about the podcast and that you had your own experiences, I was like, yes, we need to get him on here. Yep. I messaged Jamie like, he needs to come on for sure. Mm-hmm. So is it just you that's in the podcast? Um, it's me. Um, I'm in the podcast. I also have uh, another co-host. His name is Tarek as well. I mean, he's actually in the room. Hey, buddy. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> but hey. yeah. And I have a, another producer. His name is Passe as well. Um, they're, you know, I don't know if you want to see them. They, they came here oh, as well. Okay. So there you go. Hey. That's moving. Hey, so you guys are like behind the scenes a little bit or? They're behind the scenes. So yeah, nice. I, I'm pretty much on in the front. Um, but uh, I'm getting some more episodes. I have like eight episodes recorded. So I'm just Whoa. trying to throw them out there and get them out there and get the material and build my fan base, basically. Absolutely. It's the struggle. Let me tell you, someone who started this, how many? How long have we been doing this for, Brie? Over two years now? Ooh. Almost three? Mm, I lost track. I think it was like September 28th, 2017. So it could be three years. Wow. Three years, yeah. It, it starts It starts real slow. I remember our first episode having, like, literally, like, no views. I think our very first episode still doesn't have any actual, like, listens or anything to it. It's still <laughs> really small because it's so horrible. But don't worry. Just pump yeah. that shit out. I appreciate it. I appreciate I'm trying to, you know, jump in there and see what I can uh, um, get... <laughs> Get to, you know, just connecting with other people as well. Um, just uh, talking to other people and even the podcast, doing a podcast in itself is uh, it's, it's awesome and it's a great journey. And I'm I'm here for the ride. So, great. so Absolutely. yeah, I want to ask you, I want to ask you all. Oh, yeah. I, I, I know I really I'm, I've been listening to your podcast and I, I must say even Jan, Jan, uh, she said it on the UF, uh, the, the weird UFO show uh, that you had a y'all had a really good podcast. Uh Honestly, what was y'all experience? I want to know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you've told this story like a million times, right? Um, I mean, so we both tell, I mean, we have lots of experiences. Are you talking about like maybe our first experience first or like experience? I would so say my, the first experience. So my first conscious experience I've always said is when I lived in Oakland, California, and I was driving home one night. It's actually super similar to your story. I was kind of driving home and I looked up into the sky. My boyfriend was driving at the time. And I saw a fucking UFO and I was like, mm-hmm. what the hell is that shit? And he yeah. looked at it and he's like, I don't know. And we followed it for a while and then it landed. And uh, I ended up going home and being able to see it from my window. And then it kind of did like a red scan in my room. And then what? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I don't remember anything that happened. And I woke up the next day and didn't talk about it for a long time. That's the short version oh, of yes. pretty much my first experience. What about you, Brie? Why don't you tell yours? What is my first conscious experience? Oh, my God. It's your first conscious one. Yeah, that's the hard. I really don't know how to answer that. But I will say I think what started the big awakening into everything that kind of snowballed from there would be a strange sleep paralysis experience that I had. Mm, that was me. Yeah. And it was just the weirdest thing. I I mean, I think it was sleep paralysis. I was laying in my bed. I was awake watching TV 
And then the next, I couldn't move and I was freaking out. But the only thing I kept thinking in my head was, they're here. They're coming. They're coming. They're here. And it was like a voice that just kept going over and over and over again in my head. (laughs) And then I think it was a realization in that moment that whoever they were that I was referring to, that they had always been coming, that it wasn't a first thing. Like, you know, it wasn't a first experience. Correct. I think that was the overall emotion that I felt that really stuck with me because then after that I I don't remember anything I feel like maybe I blacked out I'm not sure but I woke up and I just remember thinking like what just happened it didn't feel like a dream it felt like something very tangible and it felt like I just had a big block of just blackness in my memory I don't know what happened but all I remember is that feeling And that thought that was going over and over and over again in my head. And I just knew there was something more to it. There was some type of truth to the experience. Mm. And that, I think, was the first, I guess, conscious experience that I could say. Because as time goes on, I've had so many weird experiences. And then also looking back and, you know, throughout the podcast, Jamie and I put a lot of weird things together when we talk about weird things that happened in, you know, our childhood. And then looking at it from that lens of like, wait, that's not normal. Mm. You know, those kinds of things. So I think it's definitely something that could have occurred when I, I mean, who knows how young. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of first then so why don't you tell us yours now Aaron like what was your first conscious experience well my first conscious experience was actually um I live in Houston Texas you know space city Houston um so I'm out here um I never really uh was interested in uh any type of UFO activity or didn't know anything about anything right so what happened was um, I guess there was a period in time of my life where um, I was actually I was moving into an apartment by myself I'm you know I'm experiencing a lot of stuff by myself doing things by myself so I guess I was isolated through this process and this is when I started having my experiences well at the time um, my girlfriend she we were driving to my apartment my brand new apartment and we were driving up to the apartment and then all of a sudden she looked up she looks off to the distance and she's like what is that and i'm like what do you mean so i look up and there i see is a triangle uh ufo it's like a three you know little three dots triangle ufo just mm-hmm. hovering above like the freeway kind of it was like far far back in off the distance and i'm like looking at this like freaked out like what is that is that a is that a plane is that a i'm I, at this point i'm kind of like trying to compare it to something. Is it a plane? No, it can't be a complaint a plane because it's just hovering above a cloud. And how I knew it was hovering was because I was seeing the clouds moving like underneath it and the lights were shining down off the cloud. And so I'm like, something's there. I see it. My girlfriend saw it closer. I saw it farther back, which was weird. Cause you know, we had two different perspectives of this object in, in the sky. I was freaked out about it. I tried to bring out my phone, tried to record it. It didn't pick up on my phone. Hmm. I'm black, right? <laughs> my, my, no. I'm black, right? <laughs> I don't really see how a lot of black people talk about this, about UFO. I'm pro- pretty sure they do or whatnot. I'm, you, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm, okay, there you go. There you go. Perfect, perfect. So I'm like, what is that? My head was going south. Go online, started doing some research, and then I'm starting to find out that this person had the same experience, that this person had the same experience, and then somebody in my town, literally an hour away from me, Dayton, Texas, somebody saw the same exact spaceship that I saw hovering, and it was on the news. That's how I knew, like, okay, Black Triangle. Wow. Um, That's why I came up with my name, Black Triangle Productions, Program 11. I don't know where I got the Program 11 part from, but I guess because it's a program, right? Uh, Yeah. So this is how I knew, like... like Yeah, it was like it was a weird experience because um, at the time, dating back probably a month back before that, before I even saw this craft, I had a I was going to work Um, at the time I was a server. So I would, you know, be in restaurants, um, you know, serving and whatnot. It was around, I would say afternoon. I fell asleep. I had to be at work at 3 p.m. And it's around, I would say one o'clock in the afternoon. I was like, let me take a nap before I have to go to work or whatever. So I took a nap and I had this uh, this dream. I kind of entered in sleep paralysis where I couldn't move. But then I had this weird dream where I was like, it was like a dark, it was just dark all around me. It was like, I saw a woman right in front of me 
and um, she was like pretty much trying to tell me to come in this building. And it was like a building. I don't know if you've seen a corner of a building or whatnot, but it was it was weird. I was trying to walk. She was trying to get me to go inside of this building, and this building was like lit up. It was all white, like it was just lit up inside. And I'm like, what is like what? Why is she, why does she want me to come in there? And she was like telekinesis, like telling me in my head, like let's go in this building. And at this point, sorry, <laughs> but I'm thinking that this is a wet dream or something. Like this must be like some weird, like what is yeah. going on? All right, cool. For I'm sure. following her inside of this building. And then all of a sudden, bam, like I'm hovering above her. She's like on like this platform and I'm like hovering above her. And I'm sitting here looking down, like looking down at her. And I'm like, whoa, okay, this is a weird dream. Still, still dreaming. All of a sudden, she looks directly past me, like we're hovering. And she looks, there's something behind me. I see this big, huge light. It's like somebody's like, you know, when somebody's operating you in a hospital and they had that light above. Mm. So it was like a big, huge light and it just shined down on my back and it just lit up the whole area and I couldn't move. All I could do was just move left or right, like kind of like looking, like tilt my head a little bit, but it, everything was just bright. And she was looking behind me and she was like, her eyes got so big. And all of a sudden she started screaming like, they're here, they're here. Just like you just said, they're here, right? Wow. But she was screaming, they're here. She's like, they're here, they're here. And I'm sitting there like, whoa, like, and all of a sudden, bam, she just disappeared. And I'm just still floating. And I'm like, okay, uh, this is this is a little, you know, freaky. Then uh, that's when the pain started happening. Um, it felt like somebody was inserting something in my back, in my spine. It felt like somebody was taking my spine and just like just shaking it like crazy. Like it was like somebody had a jackhammer just like just shaking the, my spine like wild. And oh. I'm feeling this pain. Now I'm in a dream feeling this pain. And it's like I'm like this. This hurts. I'm biting my tongue. I'm closing my eyes. I'm not really a religious person. But this is when I started praying. I was praying to God. I was like, God or whoever. Uh, whatever got me or whatever's behind me doing whatever they're doing like I'm just scared I'm scared like sorry shitless like I'm like freaked out because I'm feeling this pain and then as soon as I said God or Jesus like you know I'm sitting here going down the list like tell my mom I love her uh, let my friends know I care about them I'm thinking this is it like I'm dead like I don't, whoever whatever is behind me now and you're thinking like it's a dream but it's like I'm feeling this pain like it's raw pain like I'm biting my tongue my mouth in my dream. Then I woke up. And when I woke up, it was kind of like scary, but at the sense it was kind of like I was happy that it was over. And I kind of tried to lie to myself and say, okay, that was just a dream. That was a crazy trippy dream. Um, and I try to forget about it, honestly. This is before I even seen the spaceship or whatever with my girlfriend. Um, and so I was like, okay, it was a trippy dream. The, the weeks going by, um, I started having this pain in my leg. Every time I would bend my leg, I would feel some type of pain, but there's no marks, there's no scars, no nothing. So I'm like, what's, what's, what's really going on? Find out more during my research, um, you know, a lot of people have had the same experience where they were, you know, on a platform or just hovering and, um, you know, them operating on their backs or their spines or something like that. But um, just even, even so, I was out at a restaurant. I went to, the, I went to work um, a, a week later, it goes by. I went to work, um, and then there's like these three. It's it's like uh, these two adults came in with their son. Uh, it's like an older woman, an older gentleman, and um, their son. And every uh, every one of them had like some type of like deformative, like something like a scar on their eye or their lip was kind of like you know something was off about them. But I never like questioned or said anything. You know, they came in. I was like, hey, how's it going? Thank you for coming in. And you know, I took them to their seat, and then I you know was asking them like, what would you like to drink? What would you like to eat? Um, you know, they, and at the time I was going through a whole bunch of stuff, like me just getting into my apartment, you know, just it, it was just a whole bunch of stuff was going on. So I was like kind of missing from everybody. My family didn't know where I was exactly at. So, I mean, I guess it would be the perfect time to abduct somebody, right? When they're <laughs> not really around their family or mm -hmm. friends. And so, uh, yeah, I seen them. They came in and uh, I guess they it was just a weird vibe that I got from them because they were just looking at me like they knew something about me and I didn't know them. It was a guy, he was 20, 25 years old. And then the mother was like, you know, she was in her forties and the, the father was in his forties, but the father and the son was eating and the, the mother wasn't. And I was, you know, asking her, Hey ma'am, you, would you like to eat something? Or would you, you know, it was kind of weird. She was just watching her family eat and she was not eating anything. She was just staring at them. 
And um, I was like, would you like me to get you some something to eat? And she's like, no, it's just my throat. I can't eat. I was like, okay, would you like me to get you some ice cream or some soup? She's like, no, no, it's okay. And at the same time, they were all still staring at me. Like, hmm. with like, they knew something that I didn't know, but I didn't even like, you know, I was like, okay, cool. I walk away from the table, you know, pretty much just trying to take care of them, come back to the table, close them out. And the son, he writes a letter. It's a letter that said, I, I still have it. But it was it was trippy because um, they were like, uh, I know it sounds cliche, but God has a lot of plans for you. And um, pretty much saying I will be praying for you or something. I don't know what it was, but it was just weird. It was like he was talking directly to me. Months mm-hmm. later, that's when I started having these like, OK, after that, I've seen the, the spaceship. I'm going to do my research. What is this? Now I'm seeing these things back to back like they're playing jokes on me. They're popping up on me while I'm taking the trash out. Really? I try to record it. It's not popping up on my phone. I'm mad because it's like it's there. I'm starting to see lights pop up. My friend started seeing it. Uh, I told my friend about it um, and he was kind of like tripped out. But I was like, you know what? Let me tell my friend. Let me let him know like, hey, bro, this is what happened. This is what's going on. I'm not sure if I'm tripping. I started having really bad sleep paralysis where I couldn't get up. Like I was like frozen in my sleep. It was really bad. It was like every week I was having sleep paralysis. And I'm like, why am I having had sleep paralysis for yeah i started having really bad crazy experiences i'm starting to see them like my friends were seeing them like literally they actually i went to a, a crawfish boil that's what we do out here in texas we eat a lot of crawfish so um i went to a crawfish boil after i had told my friend the day before like hey this is all this stuff was going on i'm pretty sure he was looking at me like oh yeah you're crazy so he pulls up to the crawfish next day and all of a sudden the electricity in the whole neighborhood would just just went off the whole neighborhood just went off. Every It's dark, pitch black in the whole neighborhood. And so uh, we're sitting outside talking, and then he looks up, and uh, like, really, I'm thinking that somebody's on the roof, because he's looking up at the roof, and he's like, oh, what is what is that? Like, And he's like running past, and I'm like, looking, I'm like, is there somebody on the roof? And he's actually seeing, he saw like a three red triangle UFO just dart off, and he was freaked out, like freaked out. And then I was like, okay, yeah, this is real. Like, okay, now my friends are starting to see it. Now we're starting to see it. Now my girlfriend saw it and another friend saw it when they're with me. So this is weird. So that's just how I got into like Program 11, uh, making a podcast, because uh, I feel like during that time, I learned a lot about myself, even like spirit, like pretty much being awoken to my spiritual side. Um, I don't know, you know, people believe in the third eye and stuff like that, but I was really getting in tune with myself. Honestly, don't feel like it was a bad thing or a bad experience with uh, these entities. And I'm not going to lie to myself. You know, I had a lot of family members tell me, hey, don't talk about it. It's, it's the devil's work or whatnot. But I mean, it's like, this is happening. This is going on. Nobody's talking about it. And they're looking at me like I'm crazy. So it was it was literally for like a whole year. I was literally just opening my mouth, telling everybody, yo, this happened to me. This is real. Do your research. Nobody cares. Nobody wanted to, you know, it was just like I was just talking to a brick wall. And it's like, wow. And yeah. So I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and make a podcast and talk about this and get everybody else's experience because I'm not the only one. We got celebrities that have seen UFOs. I've seen these crazy things. I, what is it? Is it government? I mean, we don't, I don't know, but I, I do believe that it's something that's not from here. You know, I, I think it's, it's interesting. You know, you talk about, you were kind of fed up. So you're, you know, you're starting this podcast, you know, that's really why we started the podcast. You know, we've always said from the beginning that what we're doing is just trying to normalize the topic and we want it to just be able to, for people who do have experiences to just have those normal conversations not for people to be like, oh my God, you're crazy. Or like, you know, that's the devil shit or some stuff like that. That's what we want to avoid. That that's the the purpose of like putting all this kind of information out there and talking about it is we want to just, we want everyone to be able to talk about their experiences without any sort of like shame or judgment or like fear that people are going to think that they're crazy or some shit, because obviously this stuff is real because more and more people every day are coming out about it. True. Absolutely. True. And to your point, Erin, you know, you pointed out how you're black and not a lot of people talk about it. And Mm -hmm. Jimmy was saying, yeah, you'd be surprised. But the only person I can think off the top of my head is Billy Carson. No, I agree. So I think Erin has a really good point. You know, even my dad used to be like, you're watching the same old white guys talk about, you know, all these alien stories. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you might feel singled out in that sense. But Mm -hmm. I have to say that you are also very lucky to have 
these people around you also see the same thing. Yeah. Because, you know, you could have been in a situation where you tell people and then they never saw yeah. anything. Ever believe you, yeah. Which yeah. is really, it's it's really a blessing to have that kind of validation. True, true. You know, I mean, to the rest of the world, I think it'll take a while for UFO people to not look crazy. So to have a, people around you, like immediate important people, to also share that experience, True. I think is very valuable. True, oh, you're right. <laughs> Not only speaking of that, though, but if you really want, I'm gonna, we're gonna, I want you to be a part of our cult. It's called Contact in the Desert. We go every year. It's not really our cult. But this is what I want. Yes, ah, with it's it. Real serious. Um, you yeah. need to come and you need to be there. It okay. is the most magical place on earth when it comes to people who are into this kind of stuff. And my comment towards like you'd be surprised is because of that event. The yeah. kinds of different kinds of people you see there. I mean, there's people from all over the world who come there. People who come from the UK. People who come from Brazil. I mean, all over. And it's like this huge melting pot of these people and everybody's real serious about it and it's mm. like when when you talk about your experience or like anything it's really cool to have people like not even bat an eye at it they're just like mm -hmm, exactly. yeah keep going they believe yeah, it. Continue. yeah exactly yeah which is very shocking because it's like you know I, I i'm not into ufos i'm not into aliens i'm not crazy i'm very sane um i wasn't taking any substances i saw what I saw and I kept seeing it. And now it's like, okay, they want me to know, they know that I know that they're there. Like they know, I know, you know, Oh, it sounds it's like, like <laughs> at this point they're taunting you. They're yeah. Playing. They're like, they're playing games. Yeah. I think it's a complete awakening experience. And it's really interesting whenever we talk about, they know, you know, consciousness is such a strong aspect when it comes to ufos aliens and how it affects you exactly. and so it sounds like you're pride unwillingly pride from your everyday old aaron to now this new aaron mm -hmm. that has to basically demolish everything he knew prior find himself find spirituality in it and then kind of go and pave the way yes Correct. You know, and that's so powerful, even though it's it's such a struggle. It's also extremely powerful, You're right. I would say, especially when, when you link spirituality to it. I know what, there's either people that are on bar with that mm -hmm. or they're not. That's true. But that's true. I find that when you're so deep into it, there's no way that you could avoid the spiritual aspect of it. That's true. Jamie and I have talked so many times about the times where people call out to God and how it stops. And that's that's always kind of this like religious dogma with aliens being demons, because why would they stop if you're calling out to God? And Jamie and I have come to our own you know, conclusions, our own beliefs that mm -hmm. it's really kind of like you're calling on yourself. Self. You're so powerful that you have that type of power to stop anything that you don't want happening to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not necessarily the words you're using, but it's the emotion that you're putting behind it. So you could replace True. that Jesus, God, Buddha, whatever with anything. It's that emotion that you're putting behind it that is stopping that situation is, True. I mean, what we mm -hmm. kind of surmise what we think is happening. It's true. And and like uh, going back to your point, it's like nothing bad happened to me. Honestly, I feel like uh, at the end of the day, it, it, it enlightened me. It showed me what humanity is doing. Um, just showed me what is pretty much clearing the smoke screen a little bit for me to see like what's actually going on in our world today. You know, um, I started seeing things in a different aspect. Uh, I think my my ego, I really lost my ego. I really, you know, just going deep, diving deep into this and really finding who I am as a person. Um, and like, you know, I'm not the only one in my family that's actually seen something like this. My mother has seen something and her, uh, her brother has seen some. My grandmother has seen something. And oh. that goes back to like, is this a generational thing? Like, are they just tracking us or something or what's going on? And I feel like I'm the only one in my family that's actually trying to ask questions like, what is this? What's going on here? Like, where, where I'm, I have a scar on my leg. My mom has a scar on her leg. My cousins have the same scar on the same leg. What's going on? And so when I started being more vocal about it, then I'm starting to find out a little bit more truths of like, you know, hearing stories of my grandmother seeing uh, an object, a UFO on her balcony in the 80s or whatnot, you know, and it's just like, it, it, it's crazy because it's like people don't like to talk about stuff like this because they don't want to be deemed I'm crazy or you're crazy or okay. Yeah. You're tripping or you've been smoking something. It's not even <laughs> about that. It's about just the experience. I've had an experience. I wouldn't necessarily say it, it was scary to me because it was, uh, it was not something that I was used to, 
but it opened my eyes up to be like, you know what, I'm actually, like you said, it's a blessing. I I experienced some stuff that I don't think nobody else probably, well, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have, but even money being uh, popped up into my account when I was negative five and I had 200 popped up into my account when I really needed it to pay a bill or something, you know, like back when I was like young and, you know, getting things going for myself and it was just like an experience, but it was like weird because I would go and try to swipe a card and, you know, go get some food or go out to eat and, you know, my, my account wouldn't be negative. It would be like, it was like the money was never taken out to my account but when i swiped the card they approved it i you know put a tip on it was just like weird occurrences was happening to me like i was at the right place at the right time i was um seeing a lot of blessings come through my life as well and yeah at the it end of the day that you're on the right path you know yeah, it's those, exactly it's those little confirmations along the way that obviously i must be doing something in the right direction or else why would all these things be happening i want to ask y'all a question do y'all believe yeah. in like spiritual numbers do y'all see that a lot like, the <laughs> oh, same- like synchronicity numbers yeah. child Yes, absolutely. Angel numbers. Yeah. Every time Bree sees eleven eleven on her phone, she screenshots it. She yeah. literally has thousands <laughs> of pictures of it. Yes, me too. No, I screenshot all of my double numbers. I yep. get them almost like every single number possible. Four 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 two two two. I'm just gonna start a book and I'm gonna print yeah. it out, and then it's gonna be like my synchronicity book because yeah, I've I've been doing that for years. I feel like you know people say that there's there's stages of grief, right? I kind of feel like there's stages of abductions, like your experiences. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost like something that seems traumatic and then you get to a spiritual aspect and then you realize, "Hey, nothing actually happened to me. It was just my fear." That's I was true. just projecting that. It felt worse than it was. And then, like you said, these weird things just kind of start falling into place for you. That's true. Being at the right place at the right time. I don't know if I believe those types of things anymore. It's just like Jamie said, it's you're on the right path and things just unfold in front of you. That's true. Yeah, um, I feel like uh, like I, me and Bree are, I think, at a very a point in our journey where sometimes those signs pop up and we kind of ignore them because they happen so often, too. I know I get a little bit jaded by it sometimes and I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, but it's all part of the journey. It's all, you got to grow every day and it's a rough one, man. You know, I never, I don't think I'll ever be jaded by it because I think it's really, you know, I think it's really easy to fall off of, uh, fall off track. Mm -hmm. I think it's just a healthy reminder all the time that, you know, you're doing what you're doing for, for a reason. True. You know? Yeah. And so ele- the whole eleven eleven thing for me was its own, its own awakening experience. Like just as much mm-hmm. as, as having, you know, weird sleep paralysis experiences, the whole eleven eleven thing was like a really big boom for me. And so I will never, I'll always see that as significant because yep. when it happened to me, the whole process was just super, super strange and very, very powerful. What really fascinates me now is at the time, this wasn't on the internet. This wasn't things that you could talk about. Well, at least for me, it was 2008. So Mm-mm. now, though, now it's like we're always coming across it. Well, J- that's what Jamie and I feel mm-hmm. like we've been seeing a lot of people now. This is happening. It's accelerating. Very much so. And it's like, where is this going? True. And like you said, 11-11, that's the reason. I mean, really the reason why I named my podcast Program 11, because I would see 11-11 all the time. And it was like, whoa. And, and um, I had a spiritual friend, actually. He was a vegan. Didn't eat meat. He would come over a lot. He would teach me, you know, about my diet as well. I would eat, you know, you know, I would try to do the vegan thing here and there, try to uh, stay on a good diet or whatnot. But he would really tell me, like, he would be telling me about synchronicities and numbers. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm looking at this man like, all right. He's like, man, your your number pops up and it matches this number. And I'm like, what does that even mean? And then when I started seeing it, he was like telling me, I, I keep seeing the same numbers over and over and over again. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> and then I started seeing it. I'm like, every time I would look at my phone, it'd be 222 or look at um the the clock on my radio. It'd be 1111 or my phone. Every time it'd be like a double. It was just so weird to me. But mm-hmm. I mean, we're all having that experience. So yeah, you, just like you said, what what is uh, what's the meaning? Like what's what is it going to boil down to at the end of the day? But it's good though. But I feel like it's really interesting. I feel like you have like support. Yeah. When- people it's funny sometimes people enter your lives and they talk about things that you're just like you're you're crazy and then it becomes such a big part of your life 
And then I think you do that to others as well. Yep. You might talk about some things to people and they're like, you're crazy. Yep. And then all of a sudden <laughs> you planted a seed in them. Yeah. And then you get a sprout before you know it. You have a whole ass garden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone's just like, whoa, this is happening and this is happening. And it's weird. Yep. I feel like that's what just makes life magical yeah it's those moments and experiences yeah look where we're at right now like honestly if i never thought about let me make a podcast and see and talk to other people around my community and see if they've had the same experiences I've, I didn't have people on my show talk about um, that I haven't aired yet about dreams and and some of their dreams match somebody else's dreams. It's like mm-hmm. we don't even be talking about this stuff like it, we don't we don't really have real conversations with people. Like I don't want to just sit here and talk to somebody about, you know, what's going on. in the Like I want to have real conversations with people like this is a real conversation to me, you know, because it's like this is happening. Y'all pretty much created a podcast based off of your experience. Same here as well, just to get the information out there and just to let people people know they are not alone and we're all in this together. I, I feel like ever, ever since I did that UFO game show and I'm like, oh man, I'm seeing everybody, you know, add me and I'm adding them back. And it's just like a weird, it's like a circle, you know, it's like, oh, it's okay, a big this is a, community. A and field. what's nice about it is like, everyone is super welcoming. Like it's not a community where it's about shutting people out or like, yeah. you would think that, okay, like in the world of podcasting, like, oh, you do a podcast about aliens. We do a podcast about aliens. We have to dislike each other, right? No, Absolutely no. not. It's about building each other up. Yeah. And it's about it's about it's about showing that we can just openly talk about it, because when we have those conflicts, that's just going to turn people away from the subject. You know, we have to make it so that we all have big open arms and we're just running with love towards each other all the time. That is 100 percent true. And uh, I I guess I'm very honored to even be a part of y'all's process as well. Y'all history. And this is awesome. And I never thought that this would actually take me places or just being able to venture off and, and and jump into the this field and this you know this realm of ufo and you know conspiracy because th- it's really at the end of the day conspiracy theory when i talk about conspiracy theory it doesn't it's not like it's not it's to some people it's like okay that's your opinion but it's like man it adds up a lot of stuff doesn't make any sense in this world like look who's i mean <laughs> granted look what's going on in this country right now we're we're so divided and we're not being united we don't have any really good leaders in this country we don't have any good options or choices nobody cares about the planet uh we're continuing to i mean as y'all can tell you're in california so you see all this it doesn't it hurt you to see like man everything's burning down and like you know habitats are burning down like nobody's nobody's mm-hmm. what are we really doing at the end of the month at the end of the t- and, and i see i'm starting to see like virtual i mean artificial intelligence is really taking over and nobody is like really seeing that this is real a real thing going on like it's just it's just wild. So I know we live in a wild time. But speaking we about do. conspiracies, okay, I want to ask you some rapid fire questions about okay. conspiracies to see what you're into or not into. Okay, so uh, Bigfoot. It's real. Okay, all right. I had, a, uh, had, a fam- had a family had a family member tell me they saw Bigfoot walk up to him and and <laughs> wow. try to ask for mouth there. and all. I mean, try to ask for food and no, that's real. <laughs> it's like oh, he's like oh, like doing that to my uncle. And this is my uncle telling me these stories. Like he's like Bigfoot. I'm in the country driving, and I'm seeing something off in the distance. And Bigfoot, you know, he's big. You know, something was walking out. He thought it was a man, and it was actually, you know, Harry. He's walking up to the car like, oh, like I'm, I'm hungry. And my <laughs> uncle's like, I don't have nothing for you, you know. <laughs> and he walks off. But this is a wild, you know, just like yeah. that. Okay. What about ghosts? Are you into ghosts? Yes, because I've seen multiple ghosts. So perfect. We like it. We're yep. we're ghost believers here. It's real. Okay, so this no, is my favorite conspiracy don't, of don't, all time. Don't. Do you think birds are real or do you think that they're government drones? <laughs> you said yes. You they're real. Honestly, what is real and what's not? I mean He said yes to wait, yes to what's true or yes to Fuck yes. What is real and what's not? That could be true. I, I think you know what you got something i do believe that like really like no girl that was a middle bitch that was a metal bitch answer that does sound like a middle bitch That's so we, we we do something called factor sci-fi on our show every episode well almost every episode and we either fact it or sci-fi it and brie is a is a is a middle bitch she just sits in the middle she can never fact or sci-fi it she's it's always right <laughs> right at the fork like i don't know yes or no we have no idea so that's my term i just say a middle bitch because i'm like i i'm like well it makes no sense but then just like aaron said it's like mm, but nothing makes sense around here anymore not, nothing <laughs> makes sense 
that's like that's our, our whole tagline is literally anything is possible. Literally anything, anything in the entire fucking world. You can't anything. I can't technically say no to anything. Anything's possible. That's, that's true. That that's true. I mean, that's wild though. Honestly, I want to, I want to dive deep into that because you might be well, on the there's, an, there's an entire website called birdsaren'treal.com. You can buy t-shirts. It's Ooh. like this whole thing. Reagan replaced them with drones when he was in office. And also, if you remember very, very clearly last year when Donald Trump shut down the government, yep. I didn't see any birds. I didn't see oh. any birds. Is it because there was no money to fund the drones flying around? Who knows? I don't know. Honestly, that could be that's that's uh, you can't even you can't fight that because like Brie, I will, Brie, I, won this I one. will fight that. I'll say if okay. they're drones, then that means they're being paid with black money. Yeah. Which means Trump's money keeping nine eleven. Oh yeah. Lord. You see what happened in nine eleven when you okay, well, I, I don't want to go rid of all those it, no, no, those, that's, those documents, no. the Pentagon when it, we have an episode of nine eleven. We have an entire episode yeah. where we go over every okay. single thing. But <laughs> see, okay, but it's hard for me to talk about the conspiracy part of nine eleven on nine eleven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, I yeah, feel right. like I I have to say, and you know, that's like even when we did the episode about it, we had to say, look. We may believe this, but we're not taking away from the tragedy, you know, because that's people's automatic response. It's like, how dare you? But see, that's not it. I know what we're talking. No, I know. It's just hard. Like for me, when it is 9-11, I just focus on how sad it was rather than, you know, the money, the steal. Hey, look, it's too hard. I mean, like you got planes disappearing. You had um, the even the twin towers months before it happened. They came. They pulled a was it an insurance, a terrorist attack insurance. They had that on there. Bush was in cahoots with some Bin Laden. I mean, the the planes was going missing. Like a couple. I mean, this is like everything that it just didn't add up, honestly. And I no. understand it. It's like There's- okay, let's go ahead and kill off some American citizens and make it seem like they're the enemy. But let's go over there and steal their oil. And go over there and bomb yep. their country up and make them like they're the bad. You know, that's just how I feel about For it. For sure. You never, you can't really believe everything you hear or see. I mean, I can believe that UFOs exist or something of that nature exists because I've seen it with my own eyes. Can I make somebody else believe that? No, but they have to experience it for themselves. But yeah, you're you're completely right. You know, you got to question everything. You have to everything. Okay, so are you a big believer that like there's like the Illuminati or some sort of like shadow government that like looks up for everything? The cabal. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah it's okay. true. I mean, come on, look at the options that we got. No, I, I know. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I agree. Come on, agree. man. They doing. I, some... I don't even. You know, you are rituals they're doing rituals they're they're even i mean then y'all hear about that netflix situation with the cuties and yeah, the little cuties. girls the pedophiles mm-hmm. and like yep. having the girls twerk on camera like mm-hmm. what? i saw the video i was so grossed out but i kept my netflix account yeah i'm not gonna delete netflix but... you know, you know <laughs> what? instead i watched a different documentary about like social media the social media one that just came out yeah that was yeah yes. I seen that one. That it's was like good. the social dilemma yeah the yep. social dilemma yeah oh man it just when you realize what they're doing to you with your with your phones i'm just like oh i, I don't even want to click <laughs> i don't even want to pick up my phone well, but guess I, what? I feel like i have to i'm just Do like people care no, they don't. They, they 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 don't care. You know why? Because it's like I know y'all know who Edward Snowden is, right? Yeah. Okay, the whistleblower. He tried to tell the American citizens, "Hey, um, they're actually um, they're watching your phones." I mean, like when you look at your phone, you got a camera in the front, you got a camera in the back, right? You got a camera in the front, camera in the back. It's it, it picks up everything. You're when you're when I'm talking, I can say, "I want a lawnmower. I need to go cut my grass in the front yard," and all of a sudden, I get an ad for a lawnmower. Yep. From, from Home Depot. Like, what kind mm-hmm. of technology is this? I mean, I really believe that phones are like black magic. If you look at the black, if you look at the screen, it's a it's a black screen. It's a black magic. I feel like we're not supposed to have this type of technology. I mean, when I think about an iPhone, I think about like the Apple that's on the back of it and it's bitten. And, um, you know, I, like I said, I'm not a religious mm, person. The evil, yeah. The poison apple for sure. I'm not a religious person, but what did they say? They said, don't bite from the atom of uh, knowledge. And guess what this phone is? It's knowledge. You know, mm-hmm. you can learn anything and do anything on this phone. So that's what we're doing here in 2020. We don't care. It, it's all about the ego now. You know, people care about the, more about egos and who's right and who's wrong. And we're fighting each other and not really fixing the situations or the issues. 
We got kids killing themselves because they feel like, oh, well, I don't look like this girl on social media and, and they're bullying me. And like, you know, it's just it's just a lot. It's social media and phones and technology is another form of mind control, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Let's be Absolutely. real. I mean, no, it I'm, is. Yeah. Go, go drive. Go. You're driving in your car and you look to your right and you see somebody on their phone while they're driving. You look to your left. So and you see another person on their phone. And you look down the street, people jogging with their phones like we have our phones on us 24 seven. It's a it's a modern day tracking device. Oh, absolutely. No, it, it is. That bugs me so much. I'd never, ever go on my phone while I'm driving. Free. Jamie. Free. On the other hand. I go on my phone all the time. I'm a horrible driver. It's the life I have. It's fine. But I was going to say, Bree, if you want to get off your phone, delete TikTok. God damn it. Ooh. That's the one thing I can't. Okay, I know it's listen. so it's so listen. it's addicting. Do you ha- do you TikTok and no. do TikTok? Oh, you need to download. Those oh. who don't TikTok will never understand. It's, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. I deleted horrible. Facebook almost. Oh my god, I probably deleted Facebook like seven years ago, and it was the best yeah, thing I ever did. And I keep Instagram as like. Instagram's like the side bitch, you know? She's always there. She's not as good, but she's there. Yeah. TikTok is my main. Reliable. <laughs> TikTok's my main. TikTok's my main, okay. yeah. That's my situation with them. TikTok's fucking addicting that you can't get off. But I will tell you, people that aren't TikTok, what they don't understand is there actually is a really strong spiritual community on TikTok. There's a lot of people that just talk about aliens or they just talk about Mm. magic. Mm -hmm. There's witch talk is what it's called or conspiracy talk. There's actually Mm. a lot of people that are on there doing that. And I feel like you have more, you get more from them. You get like more of a vibe from them than if it was just their Instagram because I feel like Instagram those pictures are there forever and it's almost like they have to find the right picture that has everything in it like the right amount of this the right amount of that so that you click on it and it just has to be like a a snapshot of something perfect Mm -hmm. where you know TikTok's like a a 60 second video people don't really think about it the same way and nobody wears makeup they're all have like four chins at a weird angle and they're just like hey guys I gotta tell you some shit Exactly. So it's all about like what you're clicking on, what the algorithm True. gives gives you. But there is still that addictive component. True. Which is what it's made for. So you're right. I mean, I, did y'all hear about the whole Trump situation trying to, you know, uh, delete TikTok because they think it's, uh, you know, Chinese uh, and, and they like they're like collecting data from people and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know. And people freak out about that. And I'm just like, excuse me, when you were born, you got a number. Social that was security. your barcode, B. Your whole You've life. You've been watched. You've been tracked since day one. Preaching. You have been a part of the cattle since day one. You're preaching. And if you know anything about TikTok, the reason Trump wants it deleted is not because of security. It's yeah. because people are gathering together on there. And they're talking some they talking some truth. No, oh, not- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, him, right. like one thing we're doing right now is if you go to Trump's website, you can get merch, his merch like sent free to your house, and then people are using it for like bonfires. So it's costing him money to give out these like re-election signs and postage. So we're saving the post office and we get to burn anything that has his name on it. Like yeah. and TikTok has done that, and Trump hates that shit. The rally that they went to, the reason no one showed up, but all these people RSVP'd. It was a TikTok thing. Signed up for the for this <laughs> shit and made him think that tons of people were going to be there. That's the real reason he wants TikTok gone, yep. and no one wants to talk about that shit. <laughs> and that it was like perfect timing. It was like right after that. And it was like on everything I saw was like, hey, buy yourself a ticket, buy extra tickets. No one's going to show up. It went around for like months. Man, that was awesome. It happened. It happened. And then it was like two weeks later, Trump's like, oh, yeah, we're going to have to get rid of TikTok for it's like national security purposes. And people are like, no, China's spying on us and collecting our data. And I'm like, hello. That's what he wants you to think. He wants you to think China, like just like they did, like, like what they did with Iran and they made Muslim people look like terrorists. And I mean, you got to take some type of uh, type of co- accountability of like your wrong actions. Like, let's be real. Are we united as one in 2020? Are we all on the same page here? Are we still fighting no. each other over the <laughs> color of our, I mean, I'm saying, but I'm just saying we're still fighting each other over the color of our skin. We care more about statues than we do people, you know, Ridiculous. it's just like, we're, who, who's, who's uniting us? I mean, who's united? I mean, yeah, granted, I, I'm not going to say I, I don't, I'm not a Trump supporter. I don't like him. I don't like what he represents. 
I do like some of what he does represents as in trying to bring uh, businesses back into America. But b- besides that, I mean, has he really done anything for us besides make us even more divided? No, like he's not a good person. And you're not a good person, not a good human being. You know, I don't really too much care for you. I'm sorry. And listen, I am a Republican and I hate Donald Trump. Yeah. Okay? It just, so- he just, if, if he would just keep his mouth closed. Maybe it would be a little bit better. Like maybe Mildly, people, but I don't know. People, people like Trump back in the day. Like you got to think about it. The rappers and everybody idolized Trump back in the day. Everybody loves Trump. But I, think, but I Trump. think back then that they really liked him because he was this dude who flexed. So like you went and hung out with yeah. Donald Trump because he had like bitches around him and he was, or you know, money. drinking fucking champagne and shit. He doesn't, but he's not that person now. He wants. He wants to be that person in the White House oh, so bad. Yeah, if he could have strippers walking around just snorting cocaine off everyone, yep. he'd be having the greatest time. His wife does not love him. I know that she does. She looks that like that's obvious. She's miserable. I know that's so sad. It's crazy to think that we're we're basically in the middle of a civil war, right? Let's say it. A civil war. It's gonna happen. If, he, if uh, mark my words, if Trump, sorry, if Trump wins again, he won't. Eh. I don't know, Jamie. I'm I mean, scared. hey, I don't know. Russia. No, listen, I called it last year when I told everyone he was going to be elected and no one believed me. He won't get reelected. Don't worry. I've, I've, I've consulted my spirit guides and Satan. Oh, and if I have to sell my soul to Satan to get him sell not to be elected, I fucking will. I swear to fucking God, I will. I swear. I mean, I have three. <laughs> Take it out, Satan. There's an entire group of people that believe everything that we do, but also see that Trump, or they believe that Trump is doing great things behind the scenes and, you know, with sex trafficking and stuff. And I think that that might be happening, but I honestly don't believe that Trump has anything to do with it. Because I think if there's one thing that we can know for sure, it's that anytime Trump thinks that he does something that's a value, he preaches it. He's it's like on any time he has a moment to say about something great that he did, he will say it. Yeah, he takes all the credit for it immediately. I do not buy that he's just being quiet about it because if everyone knew, then it would be the crumbling of anything. And so he has to be quiet and he's making all these moves. No, there's one thing he's not, which is quiet. If he was the reason why all these things were happening, we would all know. He'd be like, my ratings are great. I'm saving yeah. the children. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not saying that those things aren't an issue because they are. I just don't believe that he is the savior like people are making him out to be. Make him out to be, for sure. It's, it's yeah. so crazy. It's like, you got to think about it. Like, I mean, I'm not comparing Trump to Hitler, but, but we when could. Hitler was we trying... Could. I mean, I don't want to have people... Uh, uh, send you hate mail. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> the hate mail doesn't bother us at this point. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Wait, yeah. Think about it. Like, if Hitler can turn a whole nation against Jewish people and like put them in concentration camps, and throughout this whole time, people don't realize this, but America was actually funding the whole Holocaust situation, giving them cars, giving them for Ford uh, with the train tracks and uh, the gas chambers. Like, who do you think we're paying? Who paying for this? So. If you think about that, right, it's like, okay, well, a lot of people are diehard Trump supporters, and they will die for this man. Like, why die for this guy? This guy does not care about you whatsoever. This man doesn't even care about even his own kind, really. It's what benefits him. You know, he's that type of egotistic. Really, Trump, what he needs to do is just go sit back and probably smoke something or uh, (laughs) relax and chill, because... Like he just caused so much mayhem in the country. It, it's just, it's just ridiculous. And it's like people actually support this man. This man is a, this man can just go on stage and just say whatever. He like he just said, inject bleach in t- inside of you. Remember when he said that comment about the COVID and his his COVID. And then he tried to backtrack it. Like, oh, he didn't say that. Yeah, he said it. <laughs> He's like, whoa, how, let's get some scientists and uh, how about we just try to inject some bleach inside of you and make see if it can. Like, come on, man. You tell him it's like, come on, we need a leader. We don't need nobody that's going to sit here and, and, and cause more, throw more fuel to the fire. You know, that's just my opinion. And there's a lot of people. I'm sure there's someone that will listen to this podcast and disagree because there's lots of people that support. And him. that's OK. And so bless you for hanging in there with us. Yeah, bless you. 
We love you. I think it's always good to listen to the alternative viewpoint. During like the real lockdown, I watched Fox News because I wanted to know <laughs> like, how do they see it? But I think it's just a different perspective to have. And it's not bad to, you know, listen to both sides and then come to the conclusion that you have. Yeah. I just feel like in a time where everyone is so divided, the one thing I can say that has stuck together is this type of alien community. That won't change. The true, real, just alien believers wanting to build a community, they're still here. They're not giving up. They're still reaching out a hand, trying to make friendships. Yep. Well, and Aaron, you're proof of that, you know? Like, here you are. You're new to this scene, you know? Very new. You, you know? So it, it's happening. People are coming out there and they're stepping forward and they're like, we're in this fucking community. And yep. it's a great community to be in. It's, it is. Honestly, thank you. I've I, I've gotten shown so much love. Even just, I'm pretty sure even doing this podcast, y'all are helping me out. I Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, it's it's a great feeling to um actually put this out there. And hopefully my, my only goal and objective of, from all of this is just hopefully I can help somebody else, else out um, and speak up. If they've had any weird experiences or any type of phenomenon that they couldn't explain, I would rather, you know, it's nice to be able to talk about it. And like you said, just not being judged and not being looked down upon. Like, are oh, you crazy? I mean, there's a lot of crazy things going on in the world right now. So... I mean, what's crazy and what's real, what's fake? Like, they're trying to confuse us. You know, there's just a lot of confusion going on. The world is just a big ball of full of confusion. And it's like, what are we really doing here? And I do believe that the reason why aliens or UFOs for whatever, I mean, you got to think about space, too, in a sense. We don't know what's out there. We really don't. So why are we sitting here limiting our brains like, oh, yeah, it doesn't exist. Okay, well, uh, sorry. We have never seen God before. We've never seen Jesus Christ before. But we still believe or hope that it's some good entity up there watching over us or, we, you know, this is just a test and I mean, whatever the case may be. But it's like, why can't we believe in something like somebody has seen some crazy, I, I saw, I saw with my personal eyes multiple times lights in the sky things that I couldn't explain what's so hard about believing and I'm a very trustworthy person like I tell people like I base people off their character you know you do something you know if, if you're a good person you're a good person and if you mm -hmm. come to me and tell me hey this is what I've experienced I'm gonna I'm gonna believe you you know I'm like yeah you're right I've had some friends really look at me like oh okay and like kind of awkward didn't really want to talk to me after that after I told them and then like then when they saw it they were like whoa okay yeah you were telling the truth and I'm like yeah you see what I mean but um you know it's, it's a great community I appreciate it I, I love it I can't wait to dive deeper and um connect with all of y'all hopefully this is not my last time being on your podcast I would, oh. really love, I would love for y'all to be on mine because yeah uh, absolutely awesome as well and I, I appreciate everything thank you so much for like allowing me to be yeah. you know talk talk or even have time on this podcast uh you know tell you my experiences and you know I just can't wait and I for sure would love to go to that event whenever next it happens year. next okay, year I'm with next it. year, next year. what is your next episode coming out about Okay, I'm going to tell the listeners, the first episode was my experience. The second episode, I had a caller from the UK. He called me. Um, I have a video. I got all of this foot video footage that I'm going to post up on my YouTube channel, Black Triangles uh, Program 11 podcast. I had a caller. Somebody um, hit me up um, on my email saying, hey, I have this uh, experience that I had. Um, I went outside and recorded some footage, got the chance to see the footage. And yeah, it's uh, he recorded something being stationary, sitting in, um, you know, just sitting like he was he it was him and his boyfriend or whatnot he was you know he was sitting in his living room and um saw his boyfriend saw something outside and uh they went out and recorded it for eight minutes long just uh just some lights just sitting there stationary above a building just sitting there and he's recording it he would see other lights moving connecting to it and he wow. recorded it on camera and now we got the short so but my next episode is um actually gonna be about uh i'm gonna move into you know talking about uh dreams and um how like uh, the media portrays people that come out with ufo experiences or trying to talk about this thing and how they try to downplay it and make you look crazy or they laugh about it or you, you already know about it and there's yeah if you, if you really if you really look and go and, and go on youtube and search up and do your own research it is not hard it's there it's there oh absolutely 
And where are you at? Are you just on Spotify? Like, where else are you? Where where, where can everyone find you? I'm on Spotify, um, YouTube as well, Program 11 Podcast. Um, I'm also on, uh, I'm I'm about to get on iTunes as well. This is an experience for me. So I'm trying to be as consistent and keep dropping these episodes out. And hopefully I'll build a good fan base or whatnot of other like-minded individuals. But yeah, we we talk about a lot of things and um, I'm just just here for the ride. And I I really do appreciate y'all putting me on this podcast because it's yeah, awesome absolutely <laughs> it's the highlight of my year y'all no you're such a sweet soul Erin mm-hmm. like I told Jamie okay mm-hmm. Jamie had texted me she was like I think he was on the spaceship with us mm-hmm. and so like this is a thing my B we go places and see someone and we're just like they're familiar they just have a vibe so i told her i'm like he has like a really strong like fam vibe and i would listen to your episodes and i was like free spaceship family i was like i think him and his girlfriend might have been there like i get those vibes that like we know them and they like we all don't know we know each other it happens that's weird i mean it's not weird but it's true like you i mean i don't know have y'all seen that netflix uh movie called i think it's like a something horse it's about this girl and she's been abducted horse girl the horse girl girl. y'all watch that yeah like Mm -hmm. when i I watched that it was a trigger like it was triggering me because mm-hmm. it was like this is real this is what oh, oh my god yeah. like I didn't have it to that point of like like you said about the light coming into your room and it's scanning like I didn't have that type of experience and that sounds wild and I would really love to <laughs> I would really have to catch up on your episodes as well and, and really get a dive mm-hmm. into y'all's podcast but that's just in itself it's like man this just seems like a movie it is it really almost. does it's our life movie I feel like every time we have an experience like afterwards I think in my head at least god it's like I live in a fucking movie when I see something like that I'm just like I can't believe I've seen something like that in front of me and like it happened and like how do I tell people about it I like I didn't take a yeah. picture of it like what do I holy shit life-changing it really is it is it is life changing, and um, hey, it's cool though. They're gonna find out sooner or later. And uh, back to um, I want to talk to y'all about even when I was talking about dreams. Like even with my dreams, I would be having futuristic dreams. Like I would be dreaming about the future. Like I'd wow. be walking downtown, and I'd be seeing flying cars everywhere. Like I would look up, and it'd be flying cars moving back and forth. And um, I would be seeing people. They would have like a PlayStation Four remote control, and they'd have a big huge screen attached to it, and they're like just play walking down the street, just playing the video game it was so weird like i would be dreaming like futuristic stuff i would even be controlling my dreams at one point i was in my dream and i had my dog with me i have a a little little small chihuahua and i was i had my dog with me in my dream and i was at work and i looked down at my dog i'm like i wouldn't have my dog at work and that's when it clicked to me i was dreaming and i was like oh my god i'm dreaming you know i'm like in my dream like i'm dreaming this is wild and I feel like some, like, it was like a person, they walked up to me and they, and I couldn't make out their face, but they were like trying to talk to me. But it's every time I would try to talk, it sounded like I was drunk and I was confused. Like I didn't make any sense or whatnot. It's just, to me, it's like I was controlling my dream because I was in my dream saying, I'm dreaming. Like this is a dream. And like something kind of like shut all of it, all of it off. Like it just literally just kicked me out of the dream because it realized like I was like conscious in my dream. And, and you know, a lot of people have that. They can actually, you know, uh, they can travel in their dreams. And uh, it's, it's pretty trippy, man. It's like, we don't really know what where we go when we dream. Like, is it another alternative or what, what, go, what really goes on in the brain when we dream? Don't mean to shamelessly plug our own podcast, but no, I really no. want you to go listen to our lucid dreaming episode. Okay, perfect. I, I really think it. would suit you well. I really do. Sounds great. That's what I'm doing. I, I do. like. I'm gonna spend my whole week trying to catch up. <laughs> Did you talk about that dream in in your upcoming episode? No, I have not. I've not talked about. I've, I'm actually been um, asking other people about their dreams and stuff like that, and see if I have any similar accounts of people actually controlling their dreams, or I was seeing the future in my dream. Like I was seeing like technology at a at a all-time high uh, you know i go do my research and there is actually companies out here that's actually working on flying cars that's what uber is spending their money on when you if you got a company like uber or lyft like all that money that they're making from people that are driving on their platforms they're actually building skyscrapers and stuff that you know it can it's fast travel you spend majority of your life in a car you spend majority of your life in a car so it's like how can we speed that up is we waste a lot of time in cars by the way china has actually they just tested the very first prototype for a flying car and it'll be available next year but you're not Uh, hearing about it in the news right now because of all the shits going on but it is officially they've started it and they've started testing it all the test flights have gone great and they go into production later this year invest 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 Invest. we gotta invest (laughs) (laughs) we gotta invest 
All right, Aaron. Well, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you out online again, your Instagram okay. handles. Perfect. Uh, my name is Aaron and it's uh, at the real underscore ADP. Or you can look me up Program 11 Podcast on IG, Instagram. I also have my producer. His name is Passe. You know, I have other people on my show that y'all are going to be able to, you know, listen to and tune in. I can't wait for y'all to be on my uh, show as well. Pretty awesome oh, yeah. that I, I get to join, you know, get in this community. And also, you know, that's what I do. I actually have a catering company out here in Houston, Texas as well. Oh, um, awesome. I sell food. I do food. Um, I, uh, you know, I do wings and stuff like that. All type of stuff out here when you're Ooh. in Houston. I got y'all. I'll Ooh, take okay. care of y'all. <laughs> What's the name? What's the name? Tell us about the business. It's called Off the Wall Catering underscore HTX. So it's pretty much Off the Wall Catering in Houston, Texas. Yeah. When you're in Houston, like I have a delivery service where people can place an order in and I'll just go drive or, or have somebody else, you know, drop off an order or whatnot. Yeah. And yeah, it's like a delivery service, but it's pretty cool. That's awesome. Well, you know what? We One of our really good podcast friends actually lives in that area. Bobby from the Not For Everyone podcast. You guys, I think he, you guys would get along. He's into this kind of shit. And he he does, it's a horror movie review podcast that he does, but his real passion is like aliens and Bigfoot and the paranormal. So he he might, you know what? He'd be a great fucking guest on your episode. We have him on all the time. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I will. I'll link you up with him. I will. All right, Aaron, it was wonderful to have you. Thanks you so much for being on. We're going to hook up with you and figure out when we can record with you. And we're we're fucking stoked. And we're so happy that you're on the podcast scene. And welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Aaron, you are the heart and soul and fire of what podcasting about aliens is all about. Ooh, it's like that refreshing. Is an honor. You're so refreshing. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Hey, look, I can't wait to see y'all make some more big moves. And like, I'm a fan, so I'm for sure yeah. going to. Tuning in, tapping in, loving, liking, everything, all that type of thing. So, like, I I love it, man. It's awesome. This is a cool experience, and I really do appreciate it, for real. Thank you, and thanks so much, everybody, for listening. And as always, fuck you, Mountain View, California, in your giant sleeping (laughs) asshole. Hey! Hey. Hey. Love you. Bye, guys.